I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour. Real quick, I wanted to let you all know that tomorrow on Saturday, Sugar Free Media will be participating in the Black Times' March, and it's a march commemorating the March on Washington, where Martin Luther King Jr. gave his famous I Have a Dream speech. We are so honored that we were asked to be involved with this march and cannot wait to take you guys along with us for the ride that tomorrow is set to be. There's going to be a panel before the march starts. There's going to be incredible speakers and community engagement booths and things like that. So I'm going to be going live from their account or my account or both for different periods of time throughout the day. So just be on the lookout for that. And beforehand, I'll give you some like behind the scenes and then I will take you guys along with us for the entire journey. So definitely watch our Instagram account uh, over the weekend. And I can't wait to show you guys what they've been planning. And if you're in the OKC area, definitely consider coming with us to March. Uh, It starts at noon again tomorrow at 23rd and MLK, and it will be a mile and a half walk to the Capitol building where there will be incredible speakers, like I mentioned, and community engagement booths. So I hope you guys will join us. It's set to be a really historical and emotional event. So I hope you guys will come or tune in. And now, without further ado, we will get into the news for today. Just FYI, the Kabul explosion will be dominating today's episode, but we do have two mini stories at the end for you guys that are very important as well. Let's get into it. I wanted to issue a warning. This story involves violence, suicide, and death. So for days now, the White House press briefings have been alluding to these potential threats from a group called ISIS-K. They were always comments that the press kind of seemed not to understand or just not be that curious about because, to be honest, the White House was pretty vague about it. But now, we have officially seen the threat of ISIS-K become real. They've now taken American lives. So let's start off with the basics. Who are ISIS-K and what exactly happened at the airport? So most likely you've heard of the terrorist group ISIS before. They used to antagonize much of Iraq and Syria. This group was pretty much stomped out by the U.S., but kind of like cutting off one head of a dragon and three spinning out in its place, 
This just caused these spinoff groups to form in other areas. ISIS-K is one of those spinoffs. Founded in 2015, the name stands for Islamic State Khorasan Province. And the Khorasan Province is actually the historical region of Iran, which includes areas of modern-day Iran, Afghanistan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, and Tajikistan. ISIS-K is largely located in Afghanistan and Pakistan. They consider the Taliban to actually be too lenient in its adherence to the tenets of Islam, making them the most extreme jihadist military group and the most violent. Although the Taliban and ISIS-K have more in common than they do different, they are sworn enemies. And it seems that ISIS-K is looking to make the Taliban's reign in Afghanistan more chaotic and destructive than it already is. So what exactly happened at the airport? What we know is there were two suicide bombers and other ISIS members open fired. At least 13 service members were killed, U.S. service members, and 60 Afghans were also killed. 143 others were wounded based on what we know right now. One of the bombs went off at what's called the Abbey Gate of the airport, and the second was at the Baron Hotel, which is a location frequented by Americans. As of now, the White House reported that we do not have any reason to believe that the Taliban was involved, and actually, this event would work against their objectives. You see, the Taliban is looking to prove themselves as effective leaders, and they want the Americans out ASAP. And this move makes their rule look messy, dangerous, and chaotic, and it slows down our evacuation efforts. So this does not likely seem to be the work of the Taliban, but rather ISIS-K, who is trying to make them look ineffective and out of control. President Biden also spoke out on the subject of the bombing. He held a moment of silence for those who have died. He quoted the Bible and he vowed to hunt down those responsible and, quote, make them pay, end quote. He also said that we we will be pushing forward with our efforts to remove everyone from Afghanistan and that the sooner we we reach that goal, the safer our troops will be. That said, it will be interesting to see how he plans to track down these ISIS-K leaders when we don't actually have boots on the ground there. But I'm sure air raids or spies or something of that Nature will be involved in such an instance, but there's no doubt that right now his eyes are fixed on the prize of getting us out of Afghanistan. So far, about 104,000 people have now been airlifted out of the chaos of the Kabul airport, which is pretty incredible if you think about it. It's a small city's worth of people, effectively. 
the U.S. is giving very specific instructions to all the remaining Americans on how to get to the airport safely or get out in other ways. They are not sharing any of that information publicly, though, for obvious reasons, but are working tirelessly to get everyone out as soon as possible. As always, we will keep you guys posted on this very important story. Next up for today, we just have a mini story for you guys on a brawl in the Armenian parliament. So videos are going viral online of a brawl taking place literally in Armenian parliament. It started when a member of the opposition party threw a water bottle at the speaker. From there, more water bottles went flying around as the man attempted to dodge them from different directions. Eventually, the speaker got down and the men of Armenia's parliament broke into actual fistfights. All of this is due to rising tensions. Do you remember how they fought Azerbaijan for that disputed territory recently and they lost? Well, a lot of blame is being tossed around, anger rising, and basically now, boiling over. And for our final mini-story today, in Florida, the pandemic is worse than ever. Today in Florida, more people are being hospitalized with COVID than ever before. The virus has not been slowing down for them, but rather speeding up. An average of 227 virus deaths were reported daily out of Florida over the course of this week. As we covered in a previous episode this week, the city of Orlando is actually having to conserve water in order to have enough liquid oxygen for patients on ventilators. Meanwhile, their governor literally has a ban on both mask mandates and vaccine mandates, the only known means of slowing down the spread. They are headed in a very dangerous direction. Or rather, they're already there. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Many important things in the world have been accomplished by people who kept trying when there seemed to be no hope at all. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, 
tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love News Du Jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.